That's why I sing hallelujah. That's why I shout hallelujah. That's why I clap hallelujah. That's why I dance and run hallelujah. Hallelujah anyhow. When you shout hallelujah, the devil gets Alzheimer's, dementia. He don't know who he is or what his plan was. It becomes a fog. Clap your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So good to be here and an honor to be here with Pastor, my good friend, and then Bishop, my twin brother. That's what I tell everybody when we're together. He's, uh, we're, we're twins. He's 6'8", or 6'7", tall, thin, full head of hair. I'm short, fat, bald. We're identical twins. So it's good to have, so good to be with family tonight. And then my wife is here, and I hope I dressed okay tonight. I'm not sure, but uh, she, she tells me it's the wrong tie, it's the wrong, wrong socks. And you know how us men are, we just can't put it together. If you have your Bibles tonight, and while you're turning to John uh, chapter 3, I, I want to tell you about something that just happened a few months ago, if they have that picture on the screen. Um, I was in Manteca. And I knocked on this guy's door, and we had, I think, 31 first-time visitors come to church. And this man, when I knocked on his door, and within five minutes, he, was, he said, tomorrow, pick me up for church. We got to go to church. And when he got in my car, he told me, I'm 59 years of age, and 25 years ago, I just sampled drugs. I had never done it before, and I've been addicted for 25 years and the alcohol. He rolled up his sleeves in my car, and he showed me all the syringe needles on both arms, just nasty marks all the way up and down his arms, both of them. He said, I'm addicted. He said, I need help. And so I pulled into McDonald's right by 99 and Yosemite, and I, and I gave him a 15-minute Bible study. I was late to church on Jesus, the power, Trent, of Jesus' name, baptism. I gave, I gave him a Bible study. So we went to church, he comes to the altar, he repents of his sins, and then the assistant pastor, this is uh, at Brother Gordon Richardson's church, the assistant pastor right there, he, he dunks him under, he says, upon the confession of your faith, Frank, I baptize you now in Jesus' name. He went under the water, and when he came up, all the scars disappeared on his arm, completely disappeared talking about the, the power of water baptism in Jesus' name. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. I'm telling you, there's power in the baptismal tank. It's, it's wonder-working power. Come on, clap your hands and shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. It all disappeared. He's no longer addicted to drugs or alcohol. He tried rehabs. He tried everything. But when he tried Jesus, it all went away. And you know, after church, he said, we got to go tell my relatives. We went door knocking, telling his relatives. I'm telling you, we are living in the book of Acts right now. Signs, wonders, and miracles are taking place right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you have my Bible reading up there. Since I can't hardly read a this giant print Bible. <laughs> there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus and a ruler of the Jews. 
The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, just like Frank did, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth. Everybody say, the wind bloweth. I've been hearing pastors just stand up here talking about the Holy Ghost all night. And we've been singing about it. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst tell, not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every, everyone that is born of the Spirit. Set your Bibles down. Let's clap our hands just for a moment unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I'm confusing the enemy right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Azusa Street Revival in 1906 in Los Angeles, California, was probably the greatest revival we've had in the last 120 years in America. The whole world came to see this revival. They had so much Holy Ghost that it shut down gangs and nightclubs and crime, jails emptied out, prisons emptied out. Three blocks away, they brought the lame and the blind, and they were healed instantly just from three blocks away. It cured addictions and habits and, and, and cancers and, and, and sickness, every kind of sickness. The power came, and you can read about this, it came from people receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in an unknown tongue. And I want to just pause and tell you that every revival, the last 2,000 years without exception, where people came to church and left changed, it was always accompanied by the power of the Holy Ghost and people speaking in an unknown tongue. Every one of them. It's, it's, I'm not talking about a Hollywood revival, a cheap revival, a plastic entertainment revival. I'm talking about Holy Ghost revival. The Los Angeles newspaper, the Los Angeles Times back there in 1906, in fact, they didn't have Fox News, CNN News, and you just get the news that way. It was by newspaper. Everybody read the Los Angeles Times. And on the front page, they would put the events that took place the night previously at Azusa Street Revival. And everybody read it. They came in from everywhere, Europe, Africa. They just came in to see this great revival. And the first time there was a front page article in the Los Angeles Times, it was April 18, 1906. And real big, it said, weird babblings of tongues. It said, fanatics 
are breaking loose. It said, wild scene last night on Azusa Street. The whole world was reading, reading that. And the article went on to say that the crowds were so large that scores stood at the door, lined up against the walls, expecting the miracle of speaking in tongues. The revival actually started on Bonnie Bray Street in Los Angeles, California. And then it got big and it had to move to Azusa Street. But it started right here. And my father-in-law, Carl Ballestero, my wife's uh, father, um, when he was, it was in the, in the 1940s, he decided to go to Bonnie Bray Street and go to that exact location. He wanted to interview this whoever lived there. And when he knocked on the door, this old lady came to the door, kind of hunched over, and she had a cane. And she said to my father-in-law, she said, yep, I was a part of that eight. There was only eight of us that started this revival. It was right here in this very house. She said, I was there. She had, long, she had gray hair, and she was old. And she said, let me just come on in the house, and let me tell you about this revival. I'm telling you, it's coming back. It's coming back. You can feel it right here. You can feel it. She said, she said that we prayed and we fasted for days and for weeks. We wanted a real move of God. We didn't want just this little plastic church. We wanted something real. And we knew it was the Holy Ghost talking in tongues. She said we prayed and prayed and we wanted the Holy Ghost Tongues. We wanted the Holy Ghost power. We wanted that experience. She said we wanted it more than life. They were desperate for it and hungry for it. They were not in a hurry to leave church. They were not in a hurry to go home to their jobs the next day. They wanted, they wanted it more than food, their jobs, money. They wanted it more than materialism. They wanted the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And she said one day suddenly... There was a wind that blew, and it, and it blew our, through our hair. We could feel it. And, it, and it blew a piece of paper across the floor, and the, and the curtains started moving. And we looked outside, and she said, None of, nothing was, there was no wind outside. It was completely just dead. There was the, the, the bushes and the trees and the limbs, the, the leaves were not blowing at all. We, it dawned on us. It was just inside. She said, at that moment, we all fell over, and we started speaking an unknown tongue all together. We just, it was a real experience. I'm not talking about church as usual. I'm not talking about check in and check out, and we're just going through the motions. And I'm talking about like these firehouses we're having, where we're going to pray until the fire falls, until the wind blows again. That's what this world is looking for. That's what the crack addict is looking for. That's what the prostitute is looking for. A real Holy Ghost wind that will blow and change their lives. And she said, she said this lady that had never played the piano ever in her life, she got up and she started playing the piano professionally. She was, she, she never even, never ever got on the piano. It was just a supernatural, divine, celestial, heavenly 
the act of God that came into that room that day. And I'm here to preach to you tonight that God is pouring out this Holy Ghost power just like he did at Azusa Street, just like he did on the day of Pentecost, just like he did with Peter and John and the apostles, just like he did in Acts 2, Acts 10, Acts 19. Oh, hallelujah. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. That wind is blowing in every pew, every mom and dad, every apartment complex, every teenager, every row. Just like the day of Pentecost, the wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but can't tell where it cometh or whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. We need the Holy Ghost all over again. We need a baptism of fire and wind to hit us again. Come on, somebody clap their hands unto the Lord. Everybody shout, Holy Ghost. Everybody shout, Holy Ghost. Say, fall on me right now. Come on, let's everybody say hallelujah. We're going to confuse the devil for a moment. Everybody shout hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need this delivering power. We don't need professional uh, counseling. We don't need professional preaching, uh, professional wisdom. We don't need PhDs and know-how. We need Holy Ghost power to hit us again. You don't need more Prozac or Zoloft. You don't need to go to the bar and drink. You need a dose of the Holy Ghost. Shout Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think we're ready for it right here. We're, we're not having church as usual. We're not having common church, regular church, lukewarm church, so-so church. We're having Holy Ghost church, and we're so dogmatic about it, we've made up our minds and we fixated on it that we're going to have an Azusa Street experience right here. Somebody clap their hands unto the Lord and shout, wind blow on me right now. Wind blow through this place right now. Hallelujah. I know that, of course, I grew up in San Joaquin Valley from Sacramento to Bakersfield, something like that. And we probably get the most dense fog in the world. When it comes in, we're done. <laughs> and so they, they, they say that the visibility could be so dense that it's 500 feet is all you can see in front of you. But the dangerous part is when you're driving at that speed, in one foot, it could be zero visibility. And that's where the pileups come. Zero, just suddenly. And I remember as a young person, we had so much fog, and it was zero visibility that in one day, there was 
74 vehicles that piled up and 132 injured and five or 10 deaths. And that's not the bad part. On the same day, Trent, eight more accidents like that. And it was day after day after day and week after week after week of dense fog to the point that they closed down businesses and schools and high schools and elementary schools. Churches had it closed down. They didn't know what to do with it. They asked everybody, the scientists, they said, what can we do with this? We can't, we, people are just, are just locked in their house. We're hoping that nobody has a heart attack. It's going to be almost impossible for the paramedics to get there. A fire breaks out. It's going to be almost impossible. It just froze everything. And finally they asked a farmer, and the farmer said the only cure for that is if we get a strong wind that comes through there. And if a wind comes through, it will, it will take out all the fog. It will lift it up. I'm here to tell you that the Holy Ghost wind it will take out the sin and the evil and the pornography and the abortion and fog and dirt and dust. I'm talking about a Holy Ghost breeze, a Holy Ghost wind. I'm talking about a gust, a typhoon that will come through and it will blow out every sin, the drugs, the devil. It will, it will burn it all out, every evil. You need this Holy Ghost power. You need this Holy Ghost wind. You need this Holy Ghost tongue talking you need this experience for where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty clap your hands everybody and shout unto the Lord everybody say wind blow again come on clap your hands again I want you to shout hallelujah shout hallelujah hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. Let's stir up that wind in here. You know what you need is a baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's what you need all over again. We need to get drunk. We need to come down here and pray until we just walk out and we're staggering out of here and we have Holy Ghost laughter again. The whole valley will come to this church. They're not coming for programs. They're coming for Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost wind, a real experience. Hallelujah. I was in Port Arthur, Texas, 10 weeks with Brother Daryl McCoy. And the church had went out, and they, they were just handing out flyers and invitations to the revival. And there was a young man. In fact, put his picture up there. I forgot I gave her the picture. This young man right here. He came in town for about six weeks just to work for six weeks. He's going back home. I think he was from Dallas, Texas. He pulled his fifth wheel in the town, poured off through Texas, and backed it up. And he was, a, he was an alcoholic, drugger, just single guy. And it was just a few hours before church. He stepped outside of his trailer, his fifth wheel, and one of those invitations came blowing right to him. It blew right up his foot and right up his leg. It just blew up. He said, man, I just stuck my hand up like this. I said, man, what's going on? I'm going to church there tonight. He came to church and it happened to be I was preaching on the Holy Ghost wind. 
that night. He ran to the altar. He got, he got the Holy Ghost. He repented of his sins. He got, he, he got baptized in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, the wind is blowing again. Just like the day of Pentecost, the wind is blowing again. The wind is blowing again. Just like the, if you'll just believe it tonight, if you'll just open up your heart, your mind, and your spirit and believe that the wind of Pentecost is blowing again, it's the only answer. It's the only cure. It's the only thing. Uh, the, the government, they need the Holy Ghost. Uh, mayors all across America, they need the Holy Ghost. Uh, there's no answer but the Holy Ghost. The wind is blowing again just like the day of Pentecost. By shout hallelujah. So, I mean, I read, I think it was 2011, front page of USA Today, how that Hollywood, Hollywood, they were doing a film, I think it's something like God and all of us. They did a movie and then a series a set in Italy. And Hollywood came together and they were doing a movie on John chapter 3, my text tonight. Some of you probably knew about this and read about it. And so uh, they, they started out with John chapter 3 and verse 1. There was a man named Nicodemus that came to Jesus by night. And they showed that scene and they practiced it. And then they got to verse 2. In verse 3, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Then they got to verse 5, except a man be born of water and of the spirit. This is Hollywood just acting, playing this. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. Then they got to verse 6 and verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. And then they got, now there's a lot of actors on the side. There's a lot of Hollywood watching this. They got to verse 8, the wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but can't tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. As soon as they got to that verse 8, a wind came through there. It didn't come anywhere else, but it blew on the whole Hollywood set. And they were on their knees, weeping and crying. They were repenting. I'm talking about a real experience. I'm talking about a genuine experience that Hollywood had to confess. I was an atheist, but when the Holy Ghost came, I believed in it because it is a real experience. It is a genuine experience. It is a real heaven, celestial supernatural experience come on clap your hands unto the Lord everybody hallelujah tell your neighbor it is real tell them it's real it's real it's genuine it's real and Trent I had a, a guy come to my church and he was he was addicted to heroin and crack cocaine he drove a motorcycle He'd drive it all the way to Los Angeles, California, selling drugs. He was pretty successful at it. But, you know, he got to a place where he, he wandered off this stuff. He was so addicted. He tried every rehab, every government program. He tried everything. He got so frustrated, he went, he went behind a building. I think it was J.C. Penney's. He took a gun, and he tried to shoot himself, and it just shot part of his, his face like this. And it just, he couldn't understand it. He said, I pointed it perfect. And it just shot like this. He said, then I came to your church. He said, I came to the altar. 
He said, I, was, I got the Holy Ghost, and I got baptized in Jesus' name. And I'm here to tell you that was 21 years ago, and he's still serving God today because this Holy Ghost experience is absolutely real, and it's genuine. Hey, I wish somebody tonight, their soul would catch on fire, and they'd be so dogmatic. Uh, they would have all-night prayer meetings uh, and say, we're going to get this wind to blow again. Everybody clap your hands unto the Lord and shout, Holy Ghost. Shout, Holy Ghost. Say, fall on me. Let's all stand to our feet. Everybody, let's stand to our feet. Had a lady, 83 years old, Trent, came to my church. She wanted the Holy Ghost. And she, she sought for it for a long time. Because you know what? The Holy Ghost is the answer. It's the answer. So she went to bed one night, and when she was just about ready to wake up, she said, just the sheet was on me. She said, all of a sudden, the sheet started just lifting up, and a wind was under there, and there was a current under the sheet. She said, the next thing I knew, I started speaking an unknown tongue. And here she is, about 83 years of age. The whole, she, was, she wanted it that bad. I'm going to tell you, if you want it bad enough, you're going to get it. If you want this experience bad enough, there's no program that will supersede it. There is nothing else, nothing but the Holy Ghost. That's the answer. I want to invite everybody to come down to this altar right now. We're going to talk, we're going to, talk to the Lord for a few minutes. I want everybody to come with a hallelujah tonight. Everybody come with a hallelujah. We're going to mess up the devil tonight with hallelujah. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Let's everybody hit the altar right now. Come on. Yes. Come on, that's it. All right, Trent, there you are. Come on, pray Holy Ghost. Everybody pray. That's it. That's it. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Give us another move of the Holy Ghost. Move on us, God. That's it.
Oh, Holy Ghost. Come on, everybody. Let's get the Holy Ghost all over again. Give me the Holy Ghost, Lord. Yes, I feel it in here. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody get drunk on it. Yes. Give me more, Lord, more. power move on us Lord that's it come on let's have a Holy Ghost party yes somebody get drunk on it somebody get intoxicated Let's let go tonight. I want everybody to get in the little groups right now. Let's get in little groups of three, four, five, just like little circles. We're going to start over. I want us to get focused on the Holy Ghost. That's it. Just hold hands or just touch each other's shoulders. Let's get in little circles. Look, these are little fire groups, firehouses. We're going to light it on fire tonight. We're going to light it on fire. That's it. Come on, pray for each other. Sing along. That's it. That's it. Oh, I feel it now. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Yes. 
Yes. There we go right there. Go ahead and get drunk on it. Go ahead and get intoxicated on it. Come on, young people. Get so filled with the Holy Ghost. That's it, young people. Come on, get filled with it. Overflow with it. That's it, that's it, that's it. It's okay to shake and quake. Yes. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. That's it. Yes. It's feeling good in here. It's feeling good. Get a hold of you. Yes. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Come on, get drunk on it. That's it. It looks like Pentecost. That's it. Don't get in a hurry. Hallelujah. Come on, lay your hand on somebody. Pray for somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. If you have not been baptized, in Jesus' name, water's ready. Warm water's ready. For anybody that needs to be baptized, in Jesus' name, we've got the robes, we got the towels, we got the water. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord? There's nothing like the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is real. You could try a lot of things. You can go to a lot of places. But there's nothing that will change your life like the Holy Ghost will. It'll turn things around for you. When things are falling apart and you just can't seem like there really is life worth living, you let the Holy Ghost in. It will change everything. That's what everybody needs is the Holy Ghost. This whole week is, revi is designated for revival. I've got flyers out there in the foyer. And I only want you to take flyers if you're going to talk to people. And you're going to pass them out. They've got our service times. And all you're saying is free bag of groceries. Come to church. We've got groceries out there. And they're just, this morning I was looking at them. I was like, they're just a bag of groceries. But God prompted in my spirit, it's not just a bag of groceries. It's the groceries of God. And as we begin to pass those out, God is going to do works and mighty miracles. So I need you to be in prayer about it this week. I need you to be intentional. And I want you to pray, God, lead me to somebody that I could tell them about the Holy Ghost. Tell them about what God did for me. See, the Bible says we're saved by the blood of the Lamb, but also by the word of our testimony. Can I tell you when Jesus touched my life? Can I tell you when he baptized me and put his name on me through the baptism of the watery grave and then filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost? That's all you got to do. You tell him your story. You say, if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. God, we love you. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your touch. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for everybody that's here tonight. I pray that you would empower them. You said in your word, these signs shall follow them that believe. We have a lot of believers in the house tonight. Let miracles, signs, and wonders follow them this week. Let them go to the highways and byways, and let them compel them to come in and show them you. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Amen. Stay here as long as you like. God bless you. are dismissed in Jesus' name. Revival continues Wednesday night, and then also Sunday morning, Sunday night, but outreach every day. God bless you.